Can everybody start recording again? Uh, all right. Uh, I, I've always I never stopped. All right. Never recording stopped. again. I'm recording. recording. All right. Recording. On to beer number two. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't started yet. Pace yourself. Wow. Oh. Drink. Drink. All right. Every time someone says recording, drink. <laughs> That's the incomparable drinking game. You get blitzed <laughs> in the first 30 seconds. Every time this podcast is over, drink. Also, what else would happen in the incomparable drinking game? Mention of That's Stephen Fry. Means you, you That's drink a whole other show. Every beer. time Glenn breathes. <laughs> Every time Every Glenn mentions. Glenn takes. There you go. Every time Glenn mentions a celebrity, he knows. I, having edited this podcast, I could also name all the ticks of everybody, including myself. What are we about a collection of ticks? But they're deer ticks. <sighs> wow. I, I may be having Time trouble with my recording. I have to hang I'm up actually now. I'm going to uh, finish my beer for that. Drink. That I just opened. Dan, and Dan makes horrible puns. Is that a tick? Yeah, horrible puns from Moran That's means down of, whatever you got in front of you. It's less of a tick and more of a disorder. Uh, <laughs> well, you ticked me off with it. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't get it. Good try, but you're no match for Moran. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has Lyme disease now, I think. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I was going. I was working my way back to it. All right, we need to start this. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we didn't start yet? No. Oh, that's right. Do you I hear the music? I'm, no, I'm I was going to say, uh, never mind. Now we'll, now we'll okay. start. Now play, cue the theme music. The Incomparable Podcast, number 58, September 2011. Recording. We're back on the Incomparable <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> And things have degraded already. <laughs> Couldn't this even get through the intro. This is going to be perhaps the strangest edition of the Incomparable Podcast. It's a draft. We're doing another draft, another TV draft, except this time, rather than drafting canceled TV shows, which we did a few weeks back, we're going to do what is the first installment <laughs> and perhaps the last, or maybe they'll Almost be more, certainly the last in the TV uh, fantasy league. What we're going to do is we're going to draft favorite characters from television history. But that's not all. Not only is this just an excuse to talk about fun characters from the history of TV, we are then going to force the participants in this draft to come back later in a future podcast and pitch us a TV series that is staffed by the characters they chose in this draft. So you see, there's some strategy involved. You could pick a whole bunch of interesting lead characters and not know what to do with them, or you could have a strategy going in about what kind of show you want to put together based on great characters from TV's past. This is a terrible idea, and I'm glad to be a part of it. <laughs> Joining me to talk about it and to participate in this draft are Serenity Caldwell. Hello. I'm already writing my pilot script as we speak. Wow, I hope you get the characters you're looking I for. I hope I will. Also here is Steve Lutz. Hi, Steve. Reporting for duty, sir. Excellent. Scott McNulty, are you present as well? I am, and I'm, I'm celebrating my second month tick-free. All right. <laughs> Keep on lathering up with that special shampoo I gave you. Thank you. Dan Morin. Hello. I, you know what? I'm regretting my decision to join this already and realizing that I've totally gone about this the wrong way. But thanks. Good to be here, Jason. It's just like being on a fantasy football draft, honestly. I've drafted badly. Uh, and John Syracuse joins us. Hi, John. Are you ready for some football? Am I doing it right? Yeah, good. <laughs> the sports. March Yay. Madness. Hooray, generic sports sprays. <laughs> Woo. All right. So 
here is the draft order randomly sort of selected. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to go John Syracuse, Scott McNulty, Dan Warren, Steve Lutz, Serenity uh, Caldwell. And as your commissioner and also a participant, I will pick last. Oh, you want to snake is very generous. I knew it was smart to argue against that snake thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought we were still doing it. We're not doing it. Not yeah. I'm number one. No. No snake <laughs> draft. All right. So with the first pick in the incomparable fantasy TV character thingy, it's John Syracuse. John, tell us your pick. So I had to order them, not in order of the desirability of the characters, but in order of the likelihood that the other people on this podcast are going to pick this person. That's draft strategy. Excellent work. All right. So my number one pick is River Song. Nobody? Who? River Song. Never heard of her. Who? <laughs> Melody Pond. Oh. Oh, I'm going by the new name. I don't think I have to explain this character. I, all I will say, well, you is, should, you should a little bit. All right. So this is, I get, here's something that came up when I was thinking about this. We're picking characters, but characters change throughout the life of a show, right? So the River Song that I'm picking is pretty much the one you see at the beginning of the Matt Smith season of Doctor Who, where she's kind of a kick-ass person, but we don't really understand why or who she really is, uh, and. She's kind of an equal or match to the doctor. There was a whole business of the doctor's wife, and this is the only person who could also fly the TARDIS. She was mysterious, but competent and powerful and a strong female character. That is the River Song that I'm picking. I don't know if the character is going to change, but I'm picking the River Song before we know who River Song is. All right. Okay. River Song, Doctor Who. River Song is the poo holes of the first. Yeah, she's the, she is the Ladanian Tomlinson. <laughs> Now I'm, I'm getting scared since nobody else picked her, so that maybe means you're picking strange picks and you're going to overlap one of my later picks, but we'll see. All right, that's all part of the strategy. Scott McNulty, you're up with uh, with your first round selection. All right, well, continuing with the Doctor Who theme, and since I have no strategy and I picked a <laughs> bunch of random people and I have no idea what's going on, uh, I will pick David Tennant's Doctor Who uh, as my first pick. Uh, because I think that he is, of the uh, newly revived Doctor Who franchise, the best Doctor Who. Uh, the ladies like him. Uh, he has a TARDIS and a sonic screwdriver. And he's not afraid to use them. And he's not afraid to use them. I don't and think he's you a- get to pick the accessories. You just get to pick the person. Does the TARDIS <laughs> come with him? The TARDIS does come with him. It, it could. Technically, she's a separate character. Well, we'll see if somebody picks her. Well, if someone picks the TARDIS, I will come to your house. <laughs> and... Uh, give you a hug uh but so that that's my first pick all right david Tennant, doctor number 10 excellent dan morin your selection i'm 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 going to have to reevaluate everything now no um my first selection is the character first seen on buffy the vampire slayer and later on his own spinoff show angel the vampire with a soul or at least one of the first vampires with a soul um one of the superior vampires with a soul. yes yes so i mean yeah he doesn't sparkle either he does not sparkle. He's got none of that going on. He does brood a bit. Maybe a little kind of got like that dark and, and handsome thing going on. Um, but other than that, he is a uh, he's, he's a very competent at, at what he does, which is fight evil. All right. So we've had uh, Alex Kingston, David Tennant, and David Boreanaz so far on our, on our draft. This has not gone as I expected. Well, we're not picking the actresses. We're picking the characters. Well, yeah, I, but it's the actors 
playing the parts. You're not picking. I the know, but you, we have to make it clear that we are picking the characters. Yes, not yes. The, for John, example, he just, don't get he just picked Angel. Right. He so doesn't get David Boreanaz's his... bones. He's not bones. See, Lee Booth. He picked a vampire. So on his show, Angel can't be out in the daytime, right? No. That is absolutely uh, correct, John. Unless, okay, unless he's wearing that ring that he got from Spike. Spoilers. None of that. None of that. None of that. I don't know what any of this means. All right, and yes, and it's River Song, not Alex Kingston's character from ER, which is still available, by the way, if you'd like to play Cor- Corday, if you'd like to pick her later. She is also, <laughs> I, I'd like somebody to just pick the same actor in a bunch of different roles for their team. I, that would I've, be really actually, confusing. I've actually started thinking about this. Yeah. Oh, that's genius. I, I right. thought about that. Steve Lutz, you're up. Uh, I, hang on a sec. I'm, I'm totally thrown by the fact that Morin didn't just go straight down the cast list of Supernatural. <laughs> I think there's some value picks there in later rounds. I think both of yeah, I mean, I didn't think they were going to get pushed off that fast. No. I, I, uh, I think cares. I got it together now. <clears throat> so I'm going to start uh, – well, I guess maybe I, I should outline my strategy just to uh, ruin my oh, potential no, chances. No, no, you don't, don't, uh, you don't, you don't tell people. Don't give strategy. it away. We'll try that's to figure the, it out. That's the ends. Oh, is that how strategy works? Mm. Damn it. That explains why my strategy never works. All right. I'm going uh, to go with Anthony Fremont. Because he's crucial to my overall strategy. I don't know who that is. Anthony Fremont is the uh, the young boy played by Billy Moomy in the episode of The Twilight Zone, It's a Good Life. Oh, he sends people to the cornfield. He can send people to the cornfield. He can do pretty much any damn thing he wants. Therefore, no matter what random assemblage of actors slash characters I get, uh, I can explain it all away by wishing them off into the cornfield. Wow. It's a, it's a good thing you did, Steve. It's good. It's real good. <laughs> I thought it was a good thing. Yes. Wow, that's a that is a left field kind of pick. I think he might have been there in a later round. But still a good pick. Serenity Caldwell, you are up. Oh, it is a tough choice between number one and number two. Uh but I will have to start out with going with uh Natalie Hurley from Sports Night. Uh what a surprise. Oh hush. <laughs> I avoided that whole show because of you. <laughs> I I actually limited myself to one character per show. So she's so my this is Sabrina Lloyd. This is Sabrina Lloyd, yes. She's she is my spunky sports night pick, and I am stealing her all for myself. All right. All right, that's good. Okay, it's my turn. Um since this is not a snaking draft, I don't get to make two picks. I make a single pick in the first round. And this pick also crucial for the premise that I'm toying with. And I also just can't let the first round go by without picking William Shatner in Rescue 911. No. <laughs> TJ Hooker. Say TJ no. Hooker. TJ Hooker, yeah. In, in, in Bleep, my dad says no. Take it's the... Captain James T. Kirk. Oh. So Captain Kirk, classic Star Trek before the toupee. He, that guy's is, a my, he is my number one pick, Captain Kirk. He's... He's I'm totally around for him. injury this season. He is my Adrian Peterson. <laughs> no, that's really not that kind of statement. Anyway, uh, that that so that wraps up the first round. We have uh, represented two from Doctor Who, a Joss Whedon character, a Twilight Zone, Aaron Sorkin, and Star Trek. Why am I not surprised by this mix? Honestly, John, it's the second round. Who are you going to take to join uh, River Song on your ensemble? I'm glad I made it through the first round without this basically two main character show not being decimated by the two people on this podcast for the sole reason that I ever watched this show. I'm going to pick Daisy Steiner from Spaced. (laughs) 
Well, explain. No, that, so this is a show that I had never heard of, didn't know it existed until I listened. It was I don't even know which episode it was, but uh, Ren and Dan have talked about space a lot. I think Dan listed it as his favorite television show ever. It is a British, I guess you'd call it, would you call it a sitcom? It yep. is, in fact, a, it, it calls itself a sitcom. I guess you'd call it a sitcom, but it's not like an American sitcom. And it's about these two characters. It's one a of com, them is situations. basically a, a British version of Dan Morin, played by Simon Pegg. And the other is <laughs> Daisy Steiner, who is the female, not really love interest, girl, friend, live-in, roommate thing. And she's kind of a struggling writer, uh, doesn't really know what to do with herself, but is still more sensible and more mature than the male lead. And the two of them basically hold up that whole show for... Two very short seasons that I was sad to come to the end of recently. All right. Daisy from Spaced. Scott McNulty. Oh, I'm going to, uh, my next pick will steal a page from Steve's playbook oh. in that it may not make any sense. Uh, I didn't know I had a playbook. <laughs> you had a playbook and I've stolen a page from it. So now you're one down. I am picking Damn. Q, what? What? <laughs> Q from Star Trek. Oh, uh, nice. Played by omnipotence. Uh, omnipotence. But he can course. do what he wants. He's mercurial. Uh, he is petty. He is all powerful. He is the best character in Star Trek. So you now have the tenth Doctor and Q on your team. I do. And you I'm just thinking the cornfield guy, and you'll have a. Are you trying to take <laughs> over the universe, Scott? Yeah, the cornfield guy's taken. Sorry. Clearly, uh, the cornfield guy really was the key to my strategy. <laughs> Uh, I am trying to take over the universe, uh, and I, I have in my head uh, a, a romantic comedy sitcom, so. I can't wait for the pitch. Uh, Dan Morin, you're up. All right. For my number two, I will pick a, uh, a female lead, um, the character of Wendy Watson, or Dub Dub, from The Middleman, played by Natalie Morales. Excellent. Wow, I, I like the Angel uh, Wendy Watson combo. Oh, That's it's going to get better. <laughs> we'll be the judge of that. Middleman, great show, good one. Uh, Steve Lutz, you you've got you're in the cornfield. That's Where right. Where do you go from here? And I have to state, I'm, I'm thoroughly disappointed, disappointed in the lack of a uh, trash talk chat window for this draft. Mm. We just talk. It's really my bread and butter. And trash talk too. All right. So uh, so looking down my list here, I've realized that uh, the only characters I've ever liked in television ever have been the uh, the unloved second bananas. Oh, is that the title of your show? Yes. <laughs> be a great title. Anthony. Anthony also the, and the uh, second the, bananas. The parody porno film made uh, after the title of my film. Anyway, um, so I, I have one character that I think might potentially be picked by other people on this podcast. So I'm going to use him up now. I'm going to take... Benjamin Linus from Lost. Oh, he was. Oh, oh man, you're killing me. Because every show needs a foil, needs a uh, an antagonist, and I don't, I can't recall a better, uh, more just blatantly evil antagonist in any television show in recent memory than Benjamin Linus. Ben Linus, what a great pick! That was seriously that he was high on my list. He might have gone next. Wow, you got me, Steve. Nice. So Ben Linus is in the cornfield with Anthony now. Eat it, Snell. <laughs> All right. Man, trash talk. All right. It's getting See, good. Normally I would reserve that for the chat window. All right. Well, well played. Serenity Caldwell. Randy All right. Scott. Number two pick. Uh, what Aaron Sorkin character will this be? Actually, there are only two Aaron Sorkin characters on the list, uh, and this is not one of them. Uh, this is perhaps my favorite role of Ian McShane, Silas Benjamin, the king of Galboa in the 
very, very short-lived series, Kings. Because really, well, he's a badass. <laughs> so King Silas and Natalie from Sports Night are on the same show? Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's uh, all right. <laughs> I, I can't even imagine. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> I have an amazing plot. All right. Well, Ben Linus is not is is uh is not on the board. So eat it again, Snell. Oh man. So dual eatage. I'm gonna go with um Alan Alda as Hawkeye Pierce. <laughs> oh dear God. Nash. That is an excellent choice. With my second pick. I almost had Alan Alda on my list. I avoided it. Hawkeye Pierce, great character. Um, if Captain Kirk needs a doctor on his new show, I'm just saying, Hawkeye can provide some medicine and some laughs. So that's my number two pick, Hawkeye Pierce. And some poignant moments. MASH is one of those shows that you never know where it's going to go. One minute right. you're laughing, the next minute, like, 14 kids blew up. I know. I know. You're laughing Scott. again, which is a little weird. Some might say that, that uh, they're... Yeah, the streets are littered with shows that attempted to do the MASH formula like, uh, you know, Sports Night or uh, Scrubs. Um, Sports yeah. Night was a lot like MASH. Yeah. Um, I truly hope yeah. for Hawkeye's sake that your your plot line does not feature someone choking a chicken. <laughs> it turns out to be a baby. Yeah. No, Hawkeye's <laughs> just going to put on a blue shirt and be the, be a doctor in my show. That's all I'm saying. It's John Syracuse, a third round. Who's your who's your next pick? You've got Riversong and Daisy from Space on the board. I'm happy to have made it into third round for this pick. Jack Shepard from Lost, the lead of one of the best shows in recent years. And least he's, interesting he's character. He's a doctor. Yeah. He wants that. Well, maybe I have a plan for him. Ever think of that? Everybody has a plan for Jack. Is he going to cry a lot? Boredom? Is that your plan? I hope no. I hope you're not counting on your show involving him asking perceptive questions. About <laughs> I think, I think he looks. I think he looks sad a lot. I think he stares into the middle distance a lot. Sean, you know what would be a good episode of your show? Um, let's find out how Jack got his tattoos. <laughs> I hear that would be really interesting. Okay, Jack Shepard, that's good. Lost. Lost being represented here. That's great. Scott McNulty, you've got the doctor, David Tennant's doctor, and Q. Really? What? I, I don't even want... I shudder to think what's next. We, Go ahead. You should have a contest to guess which other um, omnipotent character he's going to pick. <laughs> you're, you're not going to guess this character. I can tell you. I have a uh, proliclivity for enjoying uh, dated detective shows so my next pick colombo colombo right. <laughs> he was on my he's list he's basically omniscient wow omnipotent Whew. that's true he was on my colombo. list colombo was actually on my list that's great highly perceptive uh glass eye you, you can't beat it <laughs> excellent pick so data tenants dr q and colombo now on that team i'm so glad the glass eye featured into your your decision making so q i just got one more question angel and wendy watson already populating dan Morin's. Not team, really. Ensemble. Dan, what's your third pick? I, I My heart skipped a beat there when, when Scott said that, because my next pick is also a, a venerable TV detective. Jim Rockford. Rockford! Ah, oh. Rockford James Garner. James Garner, yes. That's where we're going to go will be joining. Millen. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many options, you know, Cagney, Lacey. Um, sure. So many ways to go with that, but no, I pick, I pick Jim Rockford, the sort of... Uh, Somewhat disheveled, but extremely perceptive. I got to say, Dan, looking at your your cast here, I'm I'm uh, I'm kind of liking your show already. Uh, and I'm making significant revisions as we go here. <laughs> I have I have beefed up my cast considerably. Right. That's the best way to do these drafts, really, is to make it up as you go along. You you got to do it that way, and drink heavily. Yes, 
I wish I had another beer now. Jim Rockford. Steve Lutz, you've got Anthony from the Twilight Zone and Benjamin Linus. What's your next pick? It's pretty much all downhill from here. Those were my two go-to guys. Now it's all uh, David Eckstein the whole yeah, way yeah. down. you got to fill in the roster. Scrappy, though. They're all scrappy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you were going to uh, do Scrappy Doo. Scrappy Doo, <laughs> yeah. Perhaps, the, hey, that's not a bad Seventh idea. Seventh round, value pick. Perhaps the scrappiest of them all, and I, I, I wondered which of the many wonderful characters I should pick from this show, but uh, this one shown above all the rest because I always felt that he should have a, a spinoff, but alas, it was never to be uh, Richard Klein's Larry Dallas oh. <laughs> from TV's Three's Company. Come and knock on our door. And I may pick Greedy Gretchen later just so he has something to do. Yes, if, if we were doing a location draft, you could you could draft the Regal Beagle. And I may. And may if we do that. <laughs> All right. Ben Linus, Larry from Three's Company. Because my cornfield kid could make the Regal Beagle sentient. I'll have you know that. Wow. Uh, <laughs> he could turn the Regal Beagle into an actual beagle. I have to say, this is, this is with a crown, no doubt. Uh, this is the strangest podcast we've ever done including the Stephen fry podcast now that's how weird it's gotten already but we're only in the third round as i was growing up the one show i was not allowed to watch was three's company (laughs) i don't know why a sad sad life really and of course that meant that meant the only show i wanted to watch was was three's company Company. (laughs) did you finally watch it and were you were you satisfied or disappointed i have seen all the entire run of Three's Company and the uh, spinoff where Jack gets a restaurant. I can't think of the name Jack's, of that. But, Jack's uh, Place? Jack's Place, no. yeah. Cheers. Three's um, a crowd. Three's a crowd. Three's a crowd, That's yes. It. Get out. That's what he said. Get out of my bar. I, I can only have three people here. Serenity Caldwell, what's your uh, what's your choice? Oh boy, I cannot believe I got to this choice unscathed. Uh, so as we as we know, Silas Benjamin is a is a religious man on Kings, and so to to join him, I need somebody equally religious. So I'm actually going with Castiel from Supernatural. Uh, the I know. Oh, I'm sorry, Dan. <laughs> More and weeps bitter tears of regret. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't on my list, but I, I thought about adding him later. But then after Steve, can mentioned you explain who this but... person is? Because I have no idea. Sure, he he is an angel from heaven. Uh, He's is, he's is an angel of the Lord. Yes, he's an I angel. I have a feeling of the many Lord. people who are not either teenage girls or uh, or, or, uh, Dan. Never mind. or Dan or Dan. Yes, we'll have to have secret, this explained. I'm to the, a he, it's not just you, Jason. So we have angel Cass- yes. and an angel on the correct. Board. Although I think if it was between Castiel and Angel in a brawl, in like a brawl, I, I think Castiel would probably win. He's gruff. Cass doesn't fight very well hand to hand, but he is an angel, which gives him some pretty bad. Exactly. Yeah, Larry would take them both. Yeah, Larry, Larry from Three's <laughs> Company will will kill them both, with or without the fro, with smarminess. All right, um, I'm up. I've got Hawkeye Pierce and Captain Kirk. Um, I am gonna go uh, with a character from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But not Buffy, although I, I'm sorely tempted. I think Buffy and Captain Kirk might clash. So I'm going to go with Willow from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Powerful mm. witch, also knows her way around a computer, can do a little hacking when necessary to move the plot along. Willow from Buffy is my is my pick. But only 90s computers, though. If they're in the future with Captain Kirk's computer, she'll have no it's idea. It's not true. Know. She's that good. She she taught a, cla- a computer class while a student in high school. She taught her fellow students. That's how good she is. I'm just putting it out. Uh-huh. Plus, she could use her magic. Anyway. 
And she's a hell of a flute player. She, <laughs> she is indeed. <laughs> oh, I, I might be crossing uh, wires here a little bit. Hang on. Uh, John Syracusa, fourth round begins with you. Um, I'm not surprised that nobody picked this one, but it's a great character. Joan Harris from Mad Men, played by Christina Hendricks. She was on my list. <laughs> wow. Big, tall, sexy, Does that count as two? Old, old style Hollywood <laughs> presence. Wow. Three, Steve. <laughs> three. She, she could have a show all on her own, just that character. Uh, That's true. I have a plan for her. <laughs> that sounds a little, just a little, little bit John. sinister. I like the sound of this show. Does it involve a paneled van? Is this on Cinemax? The second uh, banana? <laughs> it would have to be third bananas, wouldn't it? I, I can't wait for John's show. Scott McNulty, you're up. Uh, oddly enough, my wife suggested that I add Joan to my list, and oh. I rejected it. I said, it does not fit with my, my plan. Columbo cued Dr. Ed Joan plan. from Mad Men. Exactly. And, of course, the obvious pick when you have Doctor Who, Q, and Columbo. The fourth pick, I, th- I know you're all about to say it, Tom Servo. <laughs> oh, that was one of mine. It's a good wow. one. Wow. From Mes- Mystery Science Theater 2000. I think Scott's is going to be a period drama. His and... arms don't work, though. What are, what are you going to do with that? It's yeah. going to be in like uh, 19th century New York. Yeah, 19th century like New York, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, where you don't need arms for some reason? He has arms. He's got, they he's don't... got arms. They, just they don't, don't work. Just don't... Yeah, that's a... They hey. just wobble about on his... Don't be be a little more respectful, okay? Some people have disabilities. No, I'm just pissed he took my pick. Yeah. Well, sorry, it was a good one. You should All have right. picked it before you gump- picked Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, nobody else was going to pick that. You should say that for the end. Yeah, that was, that was in danger of happening. Right? Anthony would have been on the board. I'm never going to hear the end of Anthony Fremont, am I? No. 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 Never. No, squandered, squandered pick there. Sad. Maybe I'll take another Billy Mooney character then just to piss you off. <laughs> Dan Morin, Angel, Wendy Watson, and Jim Rockford are on your on your board. What's next? To to be joined by, uh, and and I want to make sure that we've got the uh, the understanding of this correct. Folivia Dunham from French. <laughs> so alternate reality, Olivia. alternate reality, Olivia Dunham, because she's more interesting than our reality, Olivia Dunham. <laughs> I think that's debatable, um, but all right. She she was almost on my list. I'm glad I avoided that strategy. Yeah. Need a little, need a little more spicing up in the in the estrogen department right now. So, so, so you like? I'm, I'm building up a. You like Olivia, like, full Olivia, better than Olivia. Why? Just, just she's just more interesting. Uh, she's she, she's got a little more personality. She's got a little more verve. She's got the red hair, and I'm, I'm I'm a sucker for redheads. Right. So you know, I think that these all add up to uh, to reasons why she I think will fit in very nicely, uh, or or maybe not so nicely in uh-huh. my ensemble. All right, no Joan Harris though. Come on, I mean no, but you know different different needs. Here's off the board. Steve Lutz. I, I go ahead. <laughs> I've not I got nothing. What you got you got <laughs> Apparently neither do I. You got Bill Mummy, Ben Linus, and Larry from Three's Company. I can't wait to see what's next. Um well I'm gonna go with one then that's uh that's close to my heart for various reasons. And uh I know somebody's just raring to pick him, so I better grab him now. I'm gonna pick uh pick Skeletor from the Masters <laughs> of the Universe cartoon series. <laughs> Sorry, I did not see that coming. Uh, He shouldn't be on the show with Tom Servo? Well, the beauty of Skeletor is that he can die every week and yet miraculously reappear from under the pile of rocks that he was buried under in subsequent weeks. So if Anthony tries to send Skeletor to the cornfield, what happens if he's back the next week? That's the tension of the show. No spoilers. No spoilers. All right. I'll wait for your... I'll wait it's for your, your premise. Eagerly. It's crucial wow. to my plot, which uh, which uh, I look forward to uh, making up on the can tomorrow. All right. 
<laughs> That's appropriate. <laughs> Serenity Caldwell, back to you. Oh, God, which one next? Okay, uh, I'm actually going to go with uh, Corey Carrier's version of Young Indiana Jones. So 10-year-old Young Indy. 10-year-old Young Indy is so annoying, though. That's kind of the point. Maybe, maybe she needs an annoying character. <laughs> I sense a creepy point. crush in the offing here. <laughs> I actually didn't watch it until about three years ago, to believe. Uh, creepier. Does that change things? Well, every show From the creepy really crush perspective, have... it just makes it creepier. Every oh, show boy. should really have a, a precocious... A relatively young person in the cast. I mean, honestly, Wesley's that's still available. Honestly, that's why I went with Willow because I could do the younger Willow, and she's sort of precocious and, and young. And you got to have that Wesley Crusher character, but not as lame as Wesley Crusher. Uh, so, young Indy at ten, going yes. not going with the uh, the Sean Patrick Flannery. No, going with the younger Indy, ten year old Indy. Okay, I am going to pick um, Jeff Murdoch from Coupling. With my next. Oh book. damn it! <laughs> Revenge! Revenge! Yeah, Jeff Murdoch. Uh, that's a great show. It's one of my favorite sitcoms of all time, and that character is the is the is the thing that makes all the other insanity happen. Um, there are a lot of good characters in there, but he is the the mad Welshman, uh, played by Richard Coyle. Um, too many un- fantastic lines that he says that Stephen Moffat wrote for that for him. Love it, so um, I gotta have some comic relief and it's gonna come from Jeff. And when Jeff and Hawkeye Pierce get together, who knows what'll happen. They may share a tent <laughs> on the Enterprise. I don't know what's going on. Alright. Fifth round. John Syracuse. Alright. Buckle up, friends. I'm going to blow your mind. <laughs> well, we had, Ske- we had Skeletor in the last round, so... This is the fifth round where anything can happen, so... But Skeletor was in the fourth round. For my fifth right. round pick, John Syracuse selects Han Solo from the Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> oh, oh wait. I almost went there. Judges. Judges. I, and I quote from the rules that, uh, <laughs> that Jason came up with. Any TV show ever. It's true. It counts. So does that mean Life Day will feature prominently in your, uh, your, your I'm pilot? picking the character of Han Solo. He has an established character from the movies, yes, but he appeared on television, in which is any TV show ever in the history of TV, the, the exact words from the email here. But but why would you pick uh, Solo instead of one of the many Wookiee family uh, denizens, <laughs> such as uh, they are free for other and people to select. lumpy and I am going uh, flea bitten and scabrous and uh, love my carpet. I thought someone else might make the same move, but, so I had an alternate ready. But I'll allow it. Uh, I'll allow it. But but there's there's got to be holiday themed. He he always has to remark about <laughs> Wookiee holidays. <laughs> <laughs> I like that ruling. Yeah, he has, no, to, wear, he has to wear a Santa hat for the whole thing. Santa's not in Star Wars. And if he shoots first, he uses a candy cane. <laughs> and it shoots Garland. All right. I also don't need an island on my show for Jack. So, mm-hmm. so what I'll say, what I'll say, John, is is your penalty for picking Han Solo in the holiday special is that if you ever do a holiday episode of your show, Han Solo does actually have to say that he is more interested in Life Day. That's all I'm saying. That's your penalty. God. I've got a bad feeling about this. All right. I, I will avoid holiday episodes. No holiday episodes. <laughs> All right. Scott McNulty, you're, you're up. Uh, given the fact that I just found out that you need to have a young, precocious character in order for your show to <laughs> you succeed. You didn't know that already? I didn't know. I didn't get the, the updated rules. I will pick Mirth. 
Oh, no. Jonathan, Jonathan Winters. Jonathan Winters from Morgan Mindy. Mindy. The, uh, oh. the, 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 the character that career. did the impossible and added a more annoying character to Morgan Mindy. <laughs> exactly. Morgan Mindy is a uh, classic TV, folks. Jonathan Winters, comic genius. How can you go wrong? Oh, it's possible. <laughs> Many like, Canadian summers with that show. I like what you're doing there, McNulty. I like where, you, you, I like where you, you're going. If you can tell me what I'm doing here, I would appreciate <laughs> it. No, what I, what I Give like me about, a map. I don't know, but I like I it. I can't explain it, but I like it. Dan Morin, what, what you got? All right. To add to my, round up my, my crew a little bit here, um, a, a venerable newspaper reporter, Carl Kolchak. From the nice. Kolchak files. The Night Stalker. Mm. The Night Stalker, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, You cannot go wrong with Darren McGavin. No. Yes, form. exactly. The Darren McGavin version, not the later uh, crappy version that they made a few years ago, though. No, no, no. Um, not, no remakes here. Um, so, yeah, he'll be, he'll be supplementing Angel and Wendy Watson for <laughs> Olivia Dunham and Jim Rockford. <laughs> the show's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be the judge of that. Uh, do you have Skeletor? No. No, you do not. I don't have Skeletor. Every show without Skeletor is a failure. <laughs> do you have Ben Linus? I don't think so. No, you do not. But so they're, they're going to have some serious discussions too, uh, Ben and Skeletor. <laughs> Steve, they have Steve, much to discuss. Steve, what's what's next? Godzilla from um, the animated Godzilla series. <laughs> um, I had someone in mind, but your your Murdoch pick uh, kind of pulled me out of it. So I, I think I got to grab another comic relief character. And uh, and take Joe Bluth. Oh, you jerk! He was on my list. Yes, you so and so. This pleases me. <sighs> I, I'm shocked that Skeletor countdown. was not on everybody's list. So I just needed to grab somebody that would piss somebody off. All right, mm-hmm. by pulling him early. Good pick, Joe Poor Bluth. Joe. And uh, and the uh, the final countdown will therefore be my show's theme song. Okay, as it Skeletor. should be, or at least feature prominently. As sung by Skeletor, Skeletor approves. <laughs> Skeletor, Ben Linus, and Anthony actually all approve. And Larry, Larry doesn't approve. <laughs> Dude, this is the best roster ever. <laughs> okay, Ren, what do you got? Uh, I've got James Nesbitt's uh, version of Jekyll, Dr. Tom Jackman, uh, and his crazy alter ego. Wow, from the Stephen Moffat Jekyll series. Yes. Wait, you can't take an alter ego and a main character. Yeah, it's just the same that's, person. That's a turn, it is a twofer. It is. It counts because he only one of them is present at any given time. It's good. It's approved. I'm uh, uh, continuing this draft under protest. <laughs> you took you Joe dra- Bluff, Doctor Jekyll, and leave this Mr. Is the Hyde. Same guy, right? In the yes. show, yeah, it's the same, guy. same guy. How can you contest that? Was he going to split himself in half or something? He's- Yes, that would be ridiculous. Yes. yes. <laughs> Just hang on to your skeleton. Order. Right Order in the I will, court. I will take the right half of... <laughs> I, I will take the top half of Joe. Who's next? Oh, it's me. Oh, no. Um, I think my team needs a little, uh, a little classic um, detective crime drama muscle because, quite frankly, I was very impressed with those fourth round selections of Columbo and Rockford. But I also like a little humor and uh, lightness with my with my detective drama. And so I'm going to go with it. It's the Detroit Tigers hat. It's the Hawaiian shirt. It's the mustache. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Thomas Magnum. Of Magnum, course. P.I. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Now, does the mustache count as a second character or, or does <laughs> no, it come he with comes the mustache? He comes with. It's a two for one. It's a, it's a detachable mustache with kung fu grip. Something like that. 
All right. I like how my team's shaping up. John, uh, number six pick. Uh, what are you, you going to do now? All right. So uh, I was defending Ren's choice of this Jekyll and Hyde character because my next pick oh. is many people in one. I would like Echo from Dollhouse. Ah. Mm. You may ask which Echo? The, the, the original one who comes into the facility or the one of the 8,000 different personalities? I'm, I'm just... I'm blanket. I'm taking the whole Echo, and it will be at my discretion. Yes, when you pick Echo, you get the little machine that comes with her and allows her. No, to no, no machine things. with her. I just you'll. I have a plan. You'll All right, see. okay. He's, he's like a. You can't, you can't get the accessories. That's why, like, the doctor shouldn't come with the TARDIS. Maybe he comes with the sonic screwdriver. No, he he gets the TARDIS. Uh, yeah. I have spoken. Okay, it, it fits <laughs> into your premise that way, Scott. Go ahead. Uh, I will pick Larry David. Larry David from Curb Your Enthusiasm? Larry David from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Larry David, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I can't wait until Larry David, Mirth, and Q get in a conversation. (laughs) It'll be awkward. And then then the doctor will turn to the camera and say, I'm so sorry. So, so sorry. (laughs) And a tear will... Okay, Dan, you're up. What's your sixth pick? All right. um, All right. So, uh, for my round, I will pick a... uh, a, oh god! Now I'm totally panicking. You got me panicking. All right, uh, we'll add to the to our uh, our detective ranks with uh, Sean Spencer, uh, played by mm. James Roday from the TV show Psych. Um, the the possibly is he a psychic detective? He's not a psychic detective, but he but he plays one um, for the police department. So I will add him to my roster. All right, you've got Psych. Psych's on your side, Steve. You got you've mm. got Skeletor and Joe Bluth. What's next? Uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I will take, because I need an intelligent and acerbic fellow who uh, who is capable of solving problems that um, nobody else can, and therefore I will pick Dr. Gregory House. Oh, he was on my list. Mm. Very good pick. Great character. He's got a drug problem, though, so watch that. He does. <clears throat> and uh, And that's going to be hard to write for. Yeah. Well, I think uh, Skeletor uh, moonlights <laughs> as a, uh, you know, uh, uh, a drug abuse counselor. Skele- so. No, actually, Skeletor can hook you up with some Vicodin. Skeletor actually has spent way too long on crystal meth. He had a lot of flesh to begin with. <laughs> uh, it's sad, really. You should see his before pictures. <laughs> okay, Ren, it's your turn. I guess I should fill in my other main character. Uh, I was keeping him down because I didn't think anybody would pick him. But I, I should name him now. Uh, and that would be Logan Kale, uh, a.k.a. Eyes Only from the two-season show Dark Angel that premiered in early 2000s. Uh, he is a journalist by night uh, and billionaire by day uh, and super hacker. Because <laughs> that, that happens all the time. Exactly. Isn't he a billionaire just... at nighttime, too? Exactly. No. I would just I mean, be a billionaire. He's a billionaire. It's, vamp- <laughs> it's vampire money. <laughs> But he sells all of his things at night, so you reverse know. vampire money. Anyway, Logan, he's pretty, he's pretty cool. I mean, there's the whole wheelchair play, play thing. Played by, played by who? By Michael Weatherly. Gee, what, what a surprise! Hush. I don't know what that means. Neither do I. Uh, I I'm sorry. That's just me give, giving Ren grief. Yes, <laughs> he's giving me grief because Michael Weatherly is dreamy. Oh, he's dreamy. Uh, he's dreamy. I don't know who he oh, was. Oh, I see. Oh God, why did I pick Skeletor? Oh, I'm sorry. Was that was the mic on there? He he is now on CSI, I think. No, NCIS. CIS. One of one of those show. acronymal shows. The acronym show. Acronym. Yes. Very quick with that answer, Dan. <laughs> I I have a comprehensive knowledge of television I have not seen. He also has a crush on Michael Weatherly. 
because that who is can? also true. <laughs> All right, I have um, I have to go to another another uh, female character here because I've got I've got a little too many male characters in my on my cast so far. So um, I'm going to go since because Captain Kirk is involved, there may be spaceships. And every spaceship needs an engineer. And romance. So I'm going to go with Kaylee, the engineer from Firefly, who is spunky and sassy and also very free with her sexuality, which I find refreshing. So Kaylee. Just, just like Scotty. From Firefly. <laughs> much like she is the, the woman Scotty, really. I thought you were going to say much like Scotty. I thought you were going to say Scott, too. And that was, that was, good. That was why I laughed so hard. Um, um, yes. Yes, Kaylee and Scott McNulty have a lot in common. <laughs> More than you know. Mm. They both have anyway. a secret collection of ebooks. Kaylee from Firefly is my pick. John, seventh round, but there will be more. All right. I don't know how many more, but there will be Oh, more. God. This is another show that I have Dan to thank for because I never would have watched this without his uh, recommendation. No, it's You're not welcome. Supernatural. Uh, I am selecting Hank Dalworth from Terriers. Ooh. An excellent show. He was kind of a rumbled down on his luck private detective gotta have a detective heartbroken sad sack kind of guy but he also had you know a little bit of spunk and uh determination and he was smart and uh street smart and uh an all-around good guy just good-hearted all right hank from terriers good one scott i will pick for my seventh pick i'm looking at my list here all right a childhood favorite of mine and I rewatched many episodes as an adult, and I found out it was a horrible, horrible show. <laughs> as often happens. It's true. MacGyver. Yes. <laughs> Yay. Uh, Richard Dean Anderson is my secret crush, if any, if any man ever was. MacGyver. Well, he can solve some... It's the mullet, isn't wow, it? Wow, Columbo... It is the mullet. Columbo plus MacGyver plus the Doctor. You can pretty much oh. solve anything in, in the universe. Plus MacGyver Q. versus Q. Although, <laughs> although MacGyver will be trying to rig something up, and the Doctor will just take out the screwdriver and go... Bzz. It won't work, though. Uh, well, Tom Servo will just take out a gun and shoot everybody. <laughs> no, he won't, because his arms don't work. <laughs> but if that he turns, they arms. flap. Exactly. Dan Morin, it's your turn. Uh, all right. So I sadly have to go with a with a character um, from a show that I actually have not really watched, but he is essential to my premise. Um, and that is the character of Mick St. John played by the actor Alex O'Loughlin on a short-lived, I believe, CBS show called Moonlight. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, but he is, he is He's a vampire. He's a vampire and, and a detective. If you and a detective. Excellent. Yes, I do see where you're going with this show. <laughs> well, now i got to hurry because i got a limited number of rounds <laughs> yeah. left. That's right. i got my supporting How cast. How many? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. It could be as many as ten. Are there at oh. least two? Or including this five. one. Well, this changes everything. All right. Steve, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, okay. Looking down my list, I uh, it appears that I didn't actually put any females on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I was noticing that. Yeah. See, I was so, backfilling my female cast later because I as I as they occurred to me. But it kind of seems like I need one uh, for love interest Scott purposes. Scott also or, has no women in this show, by the way. Oh, does is that right? Scott, we should get together. Yes, robots. <laughs> have a robot. Tom <clears throat> Servo could be a woman. So, um, in the interest of uh, of balance and uh, and inclusiveness and um, and such, I will take Rudy Huxtable. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is, he, is she going to be a love interest with the kid from the cornfield? What, at what age? What age? Yes, what, what age? That's important. At the Rudy Huxtable age. <laughs> He's got a no, rage. because she, she grew all the way up on that show. Well, are you going to take the bud age? Or yeah, gonna I was going to go with bud. Got to go with bud age. Dude, if Anthony Fremont can wish her into a cornfield, he can wish her into 18 and double Ds. <laughs> all right. Whoa. That's so wrong. This is, this is the worst okay. way. This is a Who took family Christine Hendricks show. again? Skeletor oh. and Rudy Huxtable now are on the same show. <laughs> okay. Um, As it was always meant to be. Is this what life is like in your mind, Steve? Huh? The answer is yes. Uh, okay, Ren. Uh, I am going to also dip into the middleman pool uh, and pull out Mr. Servant Neville, uh, played by Mark Shepard, uh, mysterious owner of Corporation. Fat boy. Fat boy. And, there we go. And a uh, billionaire by night. A billionaire. He's a billionaire day. all the time. Uh, <laughs> he's a 24-hour billionaire. Yes. Maker uh, of the thing that is sort of an, supposed to be an iPod, but not really. It's a U-Master. There we go. I, with my pick, I think I need a little more comic relief. And... So I'm going to I'm going to go with this this is going to be just as confusing as Scott's Larry David pick. I'm going to go with Jerry Seinfeld. What? As, as Jerry Seinfeld in Seinfeld in uh The Marriage Ref? <laughs> no. B movie? Jerry, no, not B movie. I I just I need somebody to make some observational humor um and Jerry Seinfeld is my choice. So, Jerry Seinfeld from Seinfeld. John I'm going to go with James Ford, a.k.a. Sawyer. Sawyer. Great character. Who is, who is uh, I'd dashing, but also devious and slightly mercenary and a little bit shady. Uh, two. So you have Sawyer, Han Solo, and Jack Shepard? <laughs> that's right. This is, oh, this is fascinating. Yeah. I, I have equal amount of women, I think, don't I? Or close to it. Oh, yeah. Well, you've got Joan and Daisy and River Song. Yeah. And Echo. This is a power-packed cast. Just wait till you see what I do. All right. Scott McNulty. How do you follow up MacGyver? It's it's hard to follow MacGyver, I will admit. Uh, so I will pick from my list of uh, people that look like some sort of monkey assembled it for me. Uh, <laughs> Jose Chung from oh. the X-Files, as played by Charles, Charles Nelson, Nelson Riley. He's a uh, He's a writer. He is a writer. He's and a, a rock and tour. And an all around interesting character. Yep. Charles Nelson Riley plays a guy named Jose Chung. Jose Chung. <laughs> he yes. does. In The X Files and in Millennium, and right? Millennium, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jose, Whatever else he is, I know he's fabulous. Jose Chung's From Outer Space is maybe my favorite episode of The X Files. It's great stuff. And oh. he's a great character. You and you didn't like From Outer Space? And you, you said you didn't like The X Files. I didn't, but I liked certain characters in the X-Files, like Jose, Jose Chung. Chung being one of them. That's great. Your all-dude cast suddenly makes a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I have a plan. All right. Dan, go Oh, ahead. man. All right. <laughs> you got three more characters to fill. So. Three more. Yeah, man. Is, is, there any, is there any possibility of, no. of dropping a, a previous? Damn it. I've made a total mistake then. I've made a huge There's mistake. The, the, the waiver um, wire. You could trade. Yeah. yeah all right. You could drop somebody later. Sure. Okay. Um, then I'm going to go to, to continue my theme. I'm going to go with another, another show that rarely glimpse show, uh, a character named Nick Knight played by the Canadian actor, I believe Garrett Wynn Davies in the TV show forever night, hmm. which probably no one has heard of because it's a show about a vampire detective. <laughs> vampire detective. Yeah, we got that. 
I am sensing a theme. There is definitely a theme. Just a tiny that one. That didn't have Hasselhoff in it? That one did not have Hasselhoff. In it. Oh. That's Forever Night Rider, which is the name of his autobiography. Yes. Steve, it's you. Yes, it is. Um, I've noticed, actually, uh, in addition to not having had women in my cast... Well, technically, I think last you, I'm not sure you do now, because you have Rudy Huxtable. Uh, she can be whatever she wants. Okay. And, uh, and I've also noticed I don't have any cat puppets, so I'm going to take Little Murray Sparkles from uh, Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Steve, you've broken my brain. This show just gets weirder and weirder. <laughs> That's great. I think I've seen this show. Sesame I'm basically doing Farscape here. Yeah, really. <laughs> okay, Red, it's your turn. Oh, God. Okay. So I I am conflicted about which female character to choose from this show. I think I will probably end up going with uh, Andromeda, the ship AI from the show Andromeda. Uh, because, I mean, really, who doesn't need a good robot virtualization? All right. She was well-programmed. She was well programmed and spunky. And spunky. Um. Okay, I am gonna go with another title character. I'm gonna go with Veronica Mars. Mm. I almost picked Veronica Mars from from Veronica Mars. She's spunky. She's a college student or a high school student, depending on when you uh, get her. She's solves crimes and. <laughs> And finds things uh, I try to and get her a lot. Yeah, stop it. Uh, <laughs> boo. Yeah, <laughs> not on your show, Scott. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> and and there may be if Magnum can't solve it, maybe Veronica Mars can. So I'm going to go with Veronica Mars. John, there's a lot of detectives over on that side of the show. You have detectives. Dan has detectives. Yeah. Round nine. You got to have a detective. Right. Round nine. All right, I'm not going to select the detective. I'm going to select Khal Drogo from Game of Thrones. <laughs> He's a sh- short-lived character, but, but his scenes, what great scenes they were. You're already dead. Okay. I just, I, he, I loved him as the co-pilot of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> wow. Khal He's Drogo. the replacement for the Wookiee. Uh, Scott, go ahead. Uh, since it has been brought to my attention that I am lacking women in my show, uh, I, I need to pick a woman. So I will pick Lorelai Gilmore from the Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a woman. Indeed. She Excellent. talks fast. She's pretty and witty. She That's has right. a thing well, for Q. She's a little Q. bit manly, too, isn't she? No. no I don't just a little? I, really? Well, no. I don't think so. I don't think so. Not manly looking, but I'd I'd say that she can handle herself competently. Which is a trait of a man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where the burn was coming from or going to in that particular one. Scott, wow. You you had the women back on your side with that pick. I know. You gave Uh, it right back. Oh. (sighs) I will never learn. Dan, which vampire and or detective are you choosing next? <laughs> all, right, all right, I'm skipping. I'm skipping on the because I have a limited number of picks. All right, yeah, I'm not picking Vampire Jim Rockford. Um, Take I'm a Huxtable. Just... There's more Huxtables. <laughs> There's like forty of them. I mean, if I had to pick one, it would be Theo, but it's not picking a Huxtable. So uh, my next pick is, in fact, yes, a detective. Um, but this one is Madeline. Take Raven Simone. <laughs> She's a psychic. She's totally available. All right, we're done. In with your you. mind. 
Madeline Maddie Hayes, played by Sybil Shepard from Moonlight. David Addison was on my list, but but Bruce Willis was rejected. Too much star power. Now that I know she was a vampire, that show makes a lot more sense. (laughs) (laughs) She was a former fashion model turned vampire turned detective. Steve? I will take Arthur Fonzarelli, the oh, Fonz, yes. uh-huh. because Great pick. before or after he jumped, he was the shark. on my list. Ay- Ay- That's why I think of him as the Ay- Q of Happy Days. <laughs> and if anything in your house is broken, he can just hit it. He'll just whack it. Yeah. He will just whack it. <laughs> It'll work. He would actually, Jason. He would have been a good choice for your chief engineer. He was my backup. Yes, Fonzie or Kaylee, one of those. Although I can imagine that. It's like, engineering, I need those phasers and we're all dead. Hey, Captain. Bang. They're working now. <laughs> be it. But he'd look cool uh, while he's hey. doing it. I do need to reiterate. Hey. He runs the comb through his hair. Fonzie doesn't take any crap from Skeletor either. So, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> or, or little Murray Sparkles, for that matter. Hey, Murray. Hey. Sit on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I need Ralph Mouth. Please tell me there are more rounds. There's one more round. You can go to Potsy or Ralph Mouth with the next round. If they're not taken before, you've given yourself away. Now I know who, what I'm picking. Oh, oh, god, okay, Red, go ahead. Alright, I am going to go with Bradley Whitford as Danny Tripp uh, in Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, my second Sorkin choice. Uh, Danny is highly competent uh, manager of a late night television show and also incredibly goofy. All right. That's a good one. I'm going to go with a classic character. I don't know how he fits in my ensemble yet, but he's too good to let uh, sit out there in free agency. So I'm going to go with Omar Little from Mm. The Wire. Omar coming. Omar coming. He's a man of his word. He keeps a code, but it's not like your code or my code. It's the code of the street. Omar from The Wire. I don't know how he works in with these other people, but he may be the villain. I don't know. Although that's really, I'd like to go against type with Omar. Anyway, uh, John, your last pick. Thank God, because I had the backfill with this one, but I think I've got. Can a good you go against choice. type in this thing? I, I should clarify that. I don't know. It, well, you can if you can if you can come up with a reason for the character to have a, a change. So if you think, for example, of Sawyer at the beginning of Lost and Sawyer at the end of Lost, he's very different. So you could have things happen to your character. Okay, but that, that's a character with an arc, but then you've got other characters, such as Skeletor, who are pretty much evil throughout. <laughs> well, you might choose... I mean, Skeletor has an arc. Skeletor's not evil. He's just jealous. So, I mean, could I have him turn around you and could. suddenly, you know, that's be, part of your show. be a He-Man lover? Once he goes, yeah, once he goes into your show, anything's game. What? Yeah. I don't right. know. He just has to still be a skeleton. What if he goes to meetings, you know, right. like, like Villains Anonymous? <laughs> he could. Twelve steps. Maybe there's a special episode where He Man shows up and they have a uh, an understanding. It would be a Grayskull Anonymous, I think. <laughs> they hug it out for those addicted to the power of Grayskull. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, John. All right, pick number ten. I'm going with Tywin Lannister. Ooh, <laughs> great, great presence. Uh, an older gentleman brings some class to the proceedings. Also hard as nails. All right, so a lot of Game of Thrones. And lost. Shade, yeah. mm-hmm. I see what shows you watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, your last pick. My last pick is my best pick, I do believe. Mm. I am picking a Space Ghost from Space Yay! Ghost to Coast. Oh. Not from the cartoon? Not from the cartoon because the cartoon Only from the talk show. sucked. The t- talk mm-hmm. show 
is uh, where Space Ghost really sh- shines. All right. Oh, Space, Space Ghost. Ghost. Great pick. Great pick. I have somebody animated on my list, but it was not Space Ghost. So, But that's a good pick. Dan? Well, I guess I got to round out my little trio of uh, classic detectives here with um, none other than a, a local favorite in my in my town, Spencer from the show Spencer for Hire, played by oh, Robert Urich. Mm. Um, sadly, I do not believe he comes with Hawk, which is, makes me a little bit not. sad because I, I would love to have Avery Brooks on the show, but but maybe as maybe in a guest star capacity. Only if he dies in the episode. He's and then becomes emissary to the prophet. Mm hmm. You could have picked those guys, but you didn't. I didn't. You did the all Avery Brooks for, for, for a very <laughs> good reason. The all Avery Brooks show would have been pretty awesome, honestly, because that man has gravitas. All right. Like he, would de- he would demand his flying cars. All right, Steve. I'm heavily tempted to pick the shark so that the Fonz will have something to jump. <laughs> <laughs> As he says, Sit on it. Potsy? But instead I will pick... Uh, Taxi's lovable, drugged-out hippie, Jim Ignatowski. <laughs> the Reverend Jim. That's a great one. That is a good pick. Thank exactly. you, sir. But the shark was my second. Okay. Shark's if on we the... go to 11, I'm taking the shark. Shark's on the <laughs> waiver wire. All right, Ren? Hmm, okay, so my, my last pick is not actually human. My last pick is Colin the dog from Spaced. <laughs> <laughs> Colin. Yes. You explain that to me. <laughs> not 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 Lance. There's not much to explain. He's a dog. He's, he's a dog. He's, a dog. he's adorable. He's not even in a lot of scenes. He gets into mischief. You want a dog in your show, basically, and this is the dog. No, I dog. want that specific dog in my show. I could have had many. I could have had Lassie, but I chose Colin because you know what? He's not. He's not the the biggest <laughs> dog or the the a dog hussy. That's right. He's not stuck up like Lassie. It's like a schnauzer <laughs> or something. He's he's classy. You know what? He gets he's the not job done. Loyal though. No, but that's okay. He's he's an opportunist dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. It fits with my with my show. My cat puppet will totally work here, dog. All right. Um, with my tenth pick, rounding out my cast, um, I am gonna choose. He's a lovable loser. He was the star of a series of um. TV specials throughout the last many decades, dating back to the 60s. Everybody's favorite. His head is round. He has one hair on the top of his head. Charlie Brown. (laughs) Nice. Charlie Brown. Ship's ship's counselor. Good grief. (laughs) I think he may be wearing a red shirt, honestly, but (laughs) we'll see. Charlie Brown. He can't wear a red shirt. You got to pick Linus if he's going to wear a red shirt. (laughs) Charlie Brown never wears a red shirt. It's true. On my show, he refused to accept. But any he can't wear I yellow. I, I guess he's in the command. command. He's in the command ranks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say exactly. he can't wear yellow on the. Is that is that a ranking insignia? That squiggle. Yes, it is. Shirt. Well, it's just <laughs> Captain Kirk's got one around his around his arm, around his sleeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Those can you can now. you imagine when Charlie Brown is paged on the Enterprise? It'll be something like. Good grief! Good. Oh, good grief. That's right. Report I foresee a, Transporter Room a, a, 3 again. a battle for command between Kirk and Brown. Ensign Brown. Ensign Brown. Lieutenant Brown. I, I guess the yellow would suggest that. All right. So um, before we, we go, and we will we will come back, and you, you have to pitch a show featuring... Oh, my characters. God. This team is awesome. <laughs> but let's, let's, before we go, we're, we're going to recap and let everybody have, it's a, awesome. have a chance to, to react to the show. So... 
John Syracuse, here is your roster. River Song, Daisy from Spaced, Jack Shepard from Lost, Joan from Mad Men, Han Solo from the Star Wars Holiday <laughs> Special, Ooh. Echo from uh, Dollhouse, Hank from Terriers, Sawyer from Lost, Khal Drogo and Tywin Lannister <laughs> from Game of Thrones. Oh, man. Uh uh, yeah, they. I, I, you know, I saw the Odd Couple remake with Khal Drogo and Tywin Lannister. <laughs> John, no one comes out good in that one. How are you feeling about your uh, about your I'm, cast? I'm feeling good. I got all of my picks. Nobody took any of mine. I didn't have to go to any of my alternates. The only issues I had was deciding between my primary and alternate in a few situations. I had a, uh, I had a uh, David Addison as an alternate, Sarah Connor from Sarah Connor Chronicles, oh, wow. and Starbuck from BSG. All as alternate from, from the remake of the original. I, I had on my list. I had Starbuck, Dirk Benedict Starbuck on my list. Actually, oh, no, I had the, the female one. All right, I, no. I had Face from uh, the eighteen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sweet! Uh, Dirk Nobody Benedict picked Howlin' Mad Murdoch. I about Howlin' Mad Murdoch. Yeah, I did. I, I could have to go with Jeff, Jeff Murdoch. Murdoch. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Murdochs. Yeah, I would or watch Mr. That show. T. Oh my God! <laughs> we need eleven. We need eleven. <laughs> Guest stars. Baracus on there. I ain't going in no airplane. Uh, you ain't put me on no plane, on. Hannibal. Yeah, shut up, Mister T. Never would have ended up on the island and lost because he ain't getting on no plane. Yeah. He'd have stayed in school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stan Morin. Yes, your sir. team: Angel, Wendy Watson from The Middleman, Jim Rockford, <laughs> Fo Livia from Fringe, Kolchak the Night Stalker, Sean from Psych. Mick St. John, Nick Knight, Forever Knight, Maddie Hayes from Moonlighting, <laughs> Strange, and Spencer from Spencer for Hire. Was you Forever know, Knight sort of a proto-supernatural? Is that why you love it so? Well, so here, here's, here's the issue. Um, you know, I left one pair on the table, which was my fourth vampire detective, who I could not, I, I did not have room to, to pick up, who was who was the character Henry Fitzroy from the Canadian show Blood Ties, um, which I have also never seen, but I'm trying to, you know, you I'm really going should, for a collection there. You really shouldn't pick people you've never seen. Yeah, it makes them hard to write. See, but for. I had a theme going. I had a, I have a plot. I have. This is have how bad crosswords start. Yeah, this is how an awesome show is born. However, that she he would have been paired with, um, or my my last. Female heroine who I had to leave on the table was was uh, Charlotte Chuck Charles Daisies. Um, thanks to a, a last minute addition of Sean Spencer, which I'm I'm starting to regret now. I hope he proves his worth. So Scott McNulty's team: David Tennant's Tenth Doctor, Omnipotent Q from Star Trek, Columbo, mm-hmm. Tom Servo, Mirth from Mork and Mindy, mm-hmm. Larry David is Larry David in Curb Your Enthusiasm, MacGyver. Jose Chung, Lorelai Gilmore, of course, and so. Space Ghost. How are you feeling about your picks? Uh, I, f- I feel confident. I'm glad that next week is a bye week for my team <laughs> so that we can, we can strategize and uh, figure out what the hell I'm going to do with these people. Right. People and or omnipotent beings and or time lords and or... Animated wisecracking ghosts. robots with arms that don't work, yeah, yeah. which I may need to remind you of. Yes. Well, Q could fix all these things. All right, okay. All right, uh, Steve, your roster. <clears throat> yes, Anthony Fremont from the Twilight Zone. No, Ben Linus. I never picked that guy. 
Larry from Three's Company. No, I definitely didn't pick him. Skeletor. Why would I pick Skeletor? Joe Bluth. I have no recollection of making that selection. Dr. House. Sure, this is my list? Rudy Huxtable. I might have picked her. Little Murray Sparkles. Who the hell is that? (laughs) Arthur Fonzarelli. (laughs) And Jim from Taxi. Wow, that's a... That's 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 a horrible draft. <laughs> Honestly, I think I think you had the best single pick of the draft, which is Skeletor. I cannot believe he went in the fourth round. Amazing. Really, uh, that's he's a sleeper. <laughs> he man, he man had better hope so. So, so someone's asleep. That's for sure. <laughs> wow. Okay, Ren, your team: Natalie from Sports Night, King Silas from Kings, Castiel from Supernatural. That right, the yes. angel, young Indiana Jones at ten. Um, Doctor Tom Jackman from Stephen Moffat's Jekyll, and his alter ego. Um, mm. Logan from Dark Angel, Manservant Neville from The Middleman, millionaire all the time, Andromeda, the ship's AI from Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda, Danny Tripp from Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip, and Colin the Dog from Spaced. Yes, and I had to leave out. I I had originally subbed in uh, subbed in Noser for from the middleman for Manservant oh. Neville, but decided at the end that I needed a, a better villain. Uh, so so he got he got traded for Young Indiana Jones, but I left Noser on the table, and then poor Job because Job got snatched up by someone else. Yeah, my my list. I have James T. Kirk, Hawkeye Pierce, Willow. Rosenberg from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Jeff Murdoch from Coupling, Thomas Magnum, P.I., Kaylee the Engineer from Firefly, Jerry Seinfeld from Seinfeld, Hmm. Veronica Mars, Omar from The Wire, and Mr. Charlie Brown. Um, Nice. That that last pick was difficult because I thought about going with Ambassador Kosh, the mysterious and semi-omnipotent alien from Babylon 5. Mm-hmm. And because he could just stand around and say things that nobody understands and they the think hair. are deep, um, I thought about going with Desmond from mm-hmm. Lost. Desmond, Desmond was my other uh, Archbishop Lost. Desmond, uh, my other Lost character that I that I had on my list, um, but not Daniel Faraday. Uh, no, no, Ben Linus is the one I really wanted. Um, and some, oh some crap, j- I forgot to get Bicycle Repairman. Some <laughs> jerk drafted Ben Linus, so. Um, Anyway, so uh, so what do you guys think? Everybody feeling good? No. <laughs> yeah, this is the train wreck of an idea. Yeah. I, yeah, this is the worst podcast we've ever done. And, you know, it's Glenn Fleischman's fault, and he's not, at, he's he, not here. He's, he's not, not even here. here. But somewhere he is breathing heavily, I can assure you of that. <laughs> can you can you maybe add that up? Idea, man. That it's the worst podcast, and he's not here? Maybe I think he... we all fell prey to his trap. How about if we give Fleischman our picks that we didn't uh, we didn't select? <laughs> hey, he has to make he a can show have, out of him. Oh, no, uh, Herman let's, Munster let's, from me, hold, hold on, Les Nessman, hold on, hold on, Gumby. No, no, we're gonna do and, that. Uh, and Mel Sharples. Wait, hold on. No, no, no. Seriously, we're gonna give Glenn a team right. Stow now. it. We're gonna give Glenn a team right now of characters, uh, just to force it on him. John Syracuse, do you have a character you want to force on Glenn? I can only pick one out of my alternates. Yes. Uh, I'm going to be nice and pick Kara uh, Thrace from Battlestar. Okay. Starbuck. All right. He gets Starbuck. 
Uh, Scott, who, who are you going to give Glenn? Uh, I will give Glenn Luoxana Troy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dan, who do you want to give Glenn? I hope it's not a vampire or a detective. No, no, I'll, I'll give him a Char- Charlotte Chuck Charles from Pushing Daisies. Oh. Please let us give him all women. This is going really well so far. All right. Um, uh, Steve? Yeah, uh, Fleischman can have um, hmm, Steve Urkel. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's great. That is fantastic. Ren? Becca Valentine from Andromeda. Wow. Has Glenn even seen Well, he's probably seen it. Probably. Have to look these up. He'll have to see it. I'm watching a lot of TV between now and next week. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> a lot of Canadian vampire dramas? Yeah. I'm going to OD on that. I'm going to give Glenn Jack Donaghy, as played by Alec Baldwin on 30 Rock. Nice. You That's are too kind. That's a solid choice right mm-hmm. there. He could build a show with just with just him. All right, and we've got four more slots. So, uh, anybody else got anything we should put in there? Well, he should have ten total, right? So we each no, get two picks. Only, oh, yeah. there's six of us. Yeah, yeah. Six of us. Mm. I'm trying to think if there was anyone else. So, I didn't all right, Fleischman can have. Uh, I got one. Yep, Gumby. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was about to say, shouldn't he have an animated character to go along yeah. with all you yes, suckers? He should. Who picked animated yes, character? Gumby. Mm. Gumby's on the list. He claimed Gumby. Gumby. That's right. All right. Or, or no, I will allow him to select between Claymation Gumby Eddie and Eddie Murphy's Murphy Gumby. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's not much of a pick. That is my gift to Glenn. Uh-uh. Okay. Three more slots. You can really sabotage Glenn. <laughs> oh, man. That does sound really tempting. Hold <laughs> on. Let me think about this. Uh, um, this is his fault for picking the, letting the auto pick he's, select his picks. Uh, I'm gonna, it is the auto pick. I'm going to give him B.A. Baracus from the ATM. Yes! <laughs> Somebody that's has a, to have him. That's another good one. It is. Oh, Urkel is in trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I don't see B.A. and Urkel getting along at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going oh, to foist Daniel Faraday on him from all Lost. Right. I, 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 think, I think, and to round it out, maybe one of a, a namesake from one of our own panelists, Jimmy McNulty. Oh, yeah. McNutty. McNutty from The Wire. I like his team better than mine. <laughs> can you guys pick a new one we for me? We can just give him your team. <laughs> Ooh. Do something with Skeletor. We will <laughs> we will reconvene or we will think better of it and never let this podcast be heard by anybody. We will reconvene in a in a few days or week or something and we will um, everybody years. everybody or years and everybody will come with a concept or or two but really like a concept for a show featuring Ideally, all of these characters, or if not most of them, in a premise that you're going to pitch, and then we will decide. I don't know who wins. We just, nobody wins, really. <laughs> no one wins. Everyone, so we, everyone don't have, we don't have to shoot a pilot. <laughs> everyone has already lost at this point, so it can't really yeah, get I've worse. Been, We're I've participating in a scouts. TV fantasy draft. It's just fantasy. Emphasis on the fantasy. Although this is more like a nightmare than a fantasy, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to cancel all my catering now. That's really the craft services people are not going to be happy with. Poor party down folk. I had to put a deposit. Yeah, that's very sad. When 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 Spencer and Maddie Hayes are not able to eat their donuts on the craft services (laughs) table. Actually, is Maddie Hayes really a detective? She's not really a detective. No, she's not a detective. She's a fake. David Addison was the detective. She's the face of the organization. That's it. Are you are you criticizing? I'm just saying you were you were collecting detectives. How did you leave Remington Steel off your list? <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go with either. He's not even Castle. real. 
To be perfectly Herbert honest. Bowen. I thought about I, I thought about it. For Monk. Hey, wait, what are you guys you guys are all kibitzing on my list? Let me talk about Skeletor for a second. <laughs> no, let's not Best talk about pick Skeletor. In the draft. It's a reason you don't drink in draft. And also if any of us um offend Steve, he'll have Anthony send us to the cornfield. <laughs> yeah. Two or three of you are already there. <laughs> I, I think we may all His be mind's eye. She was protecting me. Uh, I declare this draft over, and it was a lot of fun and ridiculous, and that's pretty much what I expected going in, so it worked out. <laughs> However, I did not expect Skeletor, so there. <laughs> Nobody expects Skeletor. Skeletor. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so until next time, or until we're shut down by the authorities, thank you for listening <laughs> to The Incomparable, and now I would like to thank my guests. One last time before we all are sent to the cornfield. Scott McNulty, excellent work. Thank you. My favorite pick of yours was probably um, MacGyver. MacGyver is my favorite as well. Oh, excellent. Um, Serenity Caldwell, uh, thank you for being here. And I particularly enjoyed your selection of... Um, wow, you p- you picked a wacky selection of... I'm going to say King Silas because I've seen that show. He screams at lightning very well. You are one of three. Uh, Steve Lutz, Skeletor, what more can be said? Thank you for being here. Skeletor is his enemy. Dan Morin, vampires, detectives, and uh, Dub Dub from The Middleman, which I liked a lot. So thank you for being here. I'm just glad the FCC hasn't shut us down yet. Yes. It's gonna be, I think it's going to be like the CIA that shuts us down. We've tapped your Skype line, and it's too stupid. It must be stopped. <laughs> Um, John Syracuse, I think you had a really solid draft because you you didn't draft any animated characters or robots. Yes, that was key. Key part of my strategy. Don't do dumb things. The downfall of your show. Yeah, that's right. Have you seen TV shows? They're all pretty stupid. They all have animated people on them now. (laughs) What are you doing? I have Han Solo. That's all I have to say. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, holiday Han Solo. (laughs) Yeah, we might... the same Han Solo. He's not a different one. We might have to force you to take um, Nathan Fillion from Firefly instead of Han Solo. But they're pretty much the same character. (laughs) All right, so... It's a good understudy. So thank you all, and thank you for listening, you three people who remain listening to this podcast until next time on the incomparable this is jason snell signing off thanks for listening again we're sorry we apologize goodbye hey sit on that potty